everybody. This is Brian. And this is Dave. And this is Preview with the Prior. We hope that your week has been going awesome since Monday's episode of Better Call Saul. And I hope you guys all downloaded, subscribed, and listened to It's All Good, man. It was kind of a longer podcast than we usually do, but we had a lot of great fan interaction on that one and a lot of great questions and there was so much in that that episode yeah we ended up we ended up digging a little deeper in that episode i think digging a little we, deeper we wandered you know, a little bit made some more jokes but yeah yeah we wandered but you know what like like i said hey we're your buddies on the couch man mm-hmm. <laughs> like we want to have the discussion with you so please keep participating we love that so the first thing i want to touch on is we kind of joked about it last preview with a prior how on the next episode of better call Saul that they show after the show initially airs is different than on the next episode of better call Saul segment Mm -hmm. that they air on the encore that plays before the new episode of better call Saul, but they will take different moments from the same scenes, right? Yeah. 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 So me and Dave (laughs) were laughing because we're like, we're trying to be as legit quote unquote as possible <laughs> and <laughs> it just makes us look bad because we do these uh these we do these previews with a prior going off of what we saw at the end of the last episode mm-hmm. and the minute long preview for the upcoming episode on amc.com and that's how we do preview with a prior just trying to give you something to listen to and get pumped for for the next episode yeah, so. just to see how how insightful we really are how much we can predict what's going on stuff like that yeah. right so i thought that was kind of funny so with that said dave let's talk a little bit about Next week's episode, which will be episode 107, Bingo. Bingo I-9. So, for uh, the little segment, the next episode of Better Call Saul segment, it starts off with Saul and Mike are going to be confronted about the old Juan Valdez bump and dump (laughs) and stealing the notebook from the police officer. That could make things pretty interesting. Absolutely, because I'm assuming that, it, well, that's obviously theft, right? <laughs> like, that's yeah. some sort of crime. Well, then the whole thing is going to, it shows Mike's guilt kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, why absolutely. Why would he do that if he wasn't, didn't know more? Right, but but everybody's guilty, right? Like, right. It's, it's like killing Caesar, Caesar, everybody's guilty. So that that goes back to what we said in It's All Good, Man. Remember, we were talking about that, and yeah, we, we were discussing why, instead of a phone call, that they might have, they showed up, mm-hmm. and it was to make their presence known. So in that, even though he wasn't under arrest, they ended up stealing his notebook. So it's kind of like a Mexican standoff in a way, because they can't do shit about that right because think about this okay so if if they showed up down there basically as a show of force just to ask questions and kind of showing because i i took that whole thing of them showing up down there as like hey we got you like we we know how to find you we know where you're at right but then they kept talking about how everybody's guilty so i think i think that the two detectives that go from philly to confront mike you think you think they know mike did it yeah and i i think i think they're part of the overall bigger bigger operation right Mm. so i took them showing up which is why he grabbed the bat at the end of episode 105 true yeah is because he knows that they're there essentially as a show of force and they go into the interrogation room because they are you know men of the law so they probably used you know like hey look we're we're law enforcement officials too you know we want to talk to this guy they end up stealing the notebook but i think they're in a situation where they can't really do anything about that. Like mm, it'll, they'll end up like incriminating themselves eventually. Right. Yeah. Like, something like that. Okay. So it's, so I took that like small little snippet where they're confronting them about the stolen notebook as like, kind of like threatening, right? Like, mm. like, look, you took our notebook and then things can get really bad from there. 
because like we can't bring you in through the legal way but we obviously are here mm-hmm. and we know where you're at and we know how to find you mm-hmm. and then you take the notebook from us so i think that's what that was getting at okay okay it also showed uh, <laughs> a couple other great scenes uh there was a snippet there of saul playing bingo like moderating bingo <laughs> just still glad handing the old people right <laughs> elder law right and we'll get more into that in a minute but i i thought that that's that's sure to be a funny ass scene mm-hmm. there, there's no way that that's not going to be hilarious with bob odenkirk <laughs> playing saw playing bingo with the old people heck yeah also in this episode and we didn't see him last episode but it's the return of the kettleman saul is talking to betsy kettleman mm-hmm Right, and then shortly after, it shows a really quick scene of Saul looking at office space, mm-hmm. which we can get a little bit more in a minute. But I didn't quite catch the conversation from from Betsy Kettleman. Yeah, I didn't either. I think your dog was running around or something. Right. Yeah, my my dog escaped from its crate <laughs> and just started going nuts. But of course, right, because you know we're trying to do something here, and then you know it wouldn't be it wouldn't be one of our podcasts <laughs> if something ridiculous didn't happen in the middle of it, right? Right. But we even lost a couple of seconds of the uh, the show again. <laughs> Comcast. Comcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it did show her holding money. And then the next snippet it shows is Saul trying to find office space. And in the f- scenes from the next call, Saul, it didn't really say what the office space was for. It right. showed like them walking into like a, an office that was obviously uh, undergoing a build out right and he so, said something about it's it's time to treat myself or time to legitimize myself something about how he's going to be spending some money on himself right so i th- i kind of thought it was a loft home mm-hmm. like, a, like a better apartment than what we yeah, saw in the first episode where he's living like in a in his office right yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is a claustrophobic closet that smells like acetone right <laughs> <laughs> but i took that i took that whole thing to mean that that the kettlemans are going to give him more money Okay. So the, their 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 whole situation because we talked about like the twins, mm-hmm. you know, we we might never see them again, right? We right. talked about that in uh, earlier in the week with a saw good man. We talked about how, you know, not everything has to come full circle. So right. and since IMDb only has them for two episodes, we may never see the twins again. And same thing with Tuco. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, we we may never see them again. And there wasn't a lot about the the Kettlemans in the last two episodes. So. It's good to see that they're not going by the wayside. They're obviously coming back and very much a part of this entire story because they're they're giving Saul more money, and next thing you know, he's opening up some sort of office space. Right. Which, which is funny because we, we see where he ends up, right, in a strip mall. Oh, so Yeah, we know in Breaking Bad he had this little shitty office. So that's why I laughed at the claustrophobic closet joke because in, in Breaking Bad his office is a tiny little yeah, storefront. Yeah, <laughs> with like the weird pillars and stuff yeah, and the and- Constitution written on the wall. <laughs> I found it interesting that Kim is out with them looking at the places. Right. See, you know, the, the, that, that relationship is still. I hope before I hope before the first season ends, we, we finally because that was kind of my prediction for the opening scene for uh, this episode. Is I that, was just thinking about that. We forgot to talk about our predictions for uh, the last episode. Yeah. So we, well, we'll my, my prediction that. was is that it was going to give a little background story for Kim and Saul because. Once again, there's some obvious history there. There's some obvious affection and history. Mm-hmm. And once again, we all know how Saul ends up. So before he messes it up, I'd really like to see how it came to be in right. the first place. But I'm just going to throw this interject real quick. I was right. It did start with a flashback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, you know, Howard and Chuck, but 
And how, how many started with a flashback now, Dave? That would be the third one, I believe. Okay, because the first one was a flash forward. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the other ones were flash sideways. Flash sideways. <laughs> so then uh, we view the, uh, the extended preview for episode 107 off of AMC.com. And it was pretty much a minute of them discussing the his, new office space. Yeah, his new digs. Yeah, so the conversation that they have is all based around how are they going to build out that space to appeal to his clientele for his elder... Elder law. Elder law business. <laughs> right, they talked about, like, they need rocking chairs and yeah. it needs to be non-threatening <laughs> and to make it look like a Cracker Barrel with, like, <laughs> embroidered pillows. Absolutely. Which I, I hope that's something that... I, ho- I, I, I would like to see the elder law be his like legitimate face for these other facets of his business that he yeah, has. Going. I was just thinking that I would be surprised if they maintained his pursuit into elder law. I thought that was just kind of a one-off thing at first. Like just kind of like a joke, like, yeah. like he'll do something to screw it up in the next episode and then they'll never revisit it. Right. But or now just, it'll fizzle out or something. Right. But now, now it appears he's building out an entire complex. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> to, they made the joke about them. The, they referenced Matlock in this most recent episode. They and, did. Yeah. And, you look uh, like Matlock. Yeah. yeah. And then Saul says, well, I look like a younger Paul Newman. Who's dressed like Matlock? Right, <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> so does that maybe we'll get like a Better Call Saul uh, salad dressing? <laughs> Saul's own, <laughs> Saul's, Saul's own vinaigrette and <laughs> and uh, fat-free ranch. <laughs> so where where do you think they could go possibly with the uh, the elder law angle? Yeah, see, I'm trying to figure out how this is all going to tie in, man, because. Uh, it was, I mean, we first we thought he was going to be working with the Kettlemans, and maybe that was going to be the case, him, mm-hmm. maybe him and Chuck, and now it's like this thing with Mike's going on, and Elder Law, I don't know. Who Are there any old people from Breaking Bad or anything? Or is there some kind of, like, some, <laughs> I mean, T.O.? Right. I don't know. Yeah. We've already established that this is maybe the same that, Maybe <laughs> that's how he winds up with uh, knowing Gus Fring is is through that whole scenario. But what what I'd like to see the the whole elder law thing is, is kind of what I touched on a little bit ago is is like that be Saul's legitimate face. Yeah, I think like, like that that's his thing. Like he he I, because we we said I I think the last episode probably towards the end is when is it's official he's he's Saul Goodman, mm-hmm. right? And I'd like to see up until then, and even through that, through the duration of the series, he tries to, I would like to see him trying to balance the legitimate face of elder law against all the crazy, illegal, and unethical activities that he's involved with on the side. Because that'd be a great way to launder launder the money. Remember when he took the initial bribe from the Kettleman's, he was trying to set it up. He's like, oh, like... Well, I ate lunch on the road, so there's like $2,000 for that, you know, expenses, right. suits, uh, FFE, furniture, fixture, equipment, whatever he was trying to write off. Basically, he was creating a PNL to, to, uh-huh. like, to like have a reason why he, consulting fee, you right. know, why he has all that money. So maybe he, he makes the connection like, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to do good and, you know, maybe elder law is where I'm going to go, but that could just become basically how i laundered the money from my illegal activities yeah well i'm all, I'm, I'm over here while you're talking kind of listening to you <laughs> <laughs> nobody listens to me except for when people want to point out i'm wrong just trying to think about i i, I like that's a really good theory mm-hmm. I, I, I really like that you know elder law, elder law the face the legitimate face but when did the 
the cheesy commercials come in, when does he become Learner and Row? Shout out to the Southwest on that one. Whoop, whoop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, because he, he ends up eventually, as we know, advertising on TV about all your standard bullshit, you know, commercials and your, your hokey, your stereotypical stuff. Right, yeah. Which means that at point, that point he would be out of Elder Law. Well, I just guess. because he becomes and, and does it even say when he's in the storefront and Breaking Bad what his main focus is in lawyering? We always see so much interaction with Walter and Mike and Jesse. Mm-hmm. What does he really do? You know, right? Because, is he doing other law then? Right. Well, because his, his public face goes from being Jimmy McGill, apparently in Elder Law, because they're building out an entire, uh, an entire uh, space for him. Because remember, they even talk about multiple offices and room for expansion on the preview. Mm-hmm. You know, where do I see what you're saying? Where where does he go from being? Maybe that's his public face, Elder Law, to his public face being kind of like everybody knows he's a criminal lawyer. He's just really resourceful enough that he can just kind of skirt around it and keep himself out of too much trouble. Right. But maybe maybe down the road, if they keep the whole Elder Law thing going, maybe down the road there'll be some sort of case that falls into that. Say, like I, now, now I'm kind of intrigued by the whole Elder Law thing, and I, I don't want that to be reconciled or reconciled or stopped now. Okay, for like going. seasons you know yeah. what i mean like like i seriously hope um well one, one thing i hope for the series is that it, it doesn't stick around too long uh-huh. right like i feel with like breaking bad like they were offered a lot of money and they totally could have kept that going which pointed out i don't know if we said this on the podcast i'm gonna throw this out there mm-hmm. we kept saying breaking bad it lasts five years it has been pointed out the show starts on his 50th birthday five seasons later it ends on his 52nd birthday Right. So they covered two years and five seasons. So, yes, they could potentially drag this out too long, even with the deadline, you know, like Breaking Bad's going to start this many years ahead of time. Right. Um, but I, yeah. I just hope they have, like, a definitive end. Mm-hmm. And this is all part of one giant story arc, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, like maybe the Elder Law thing is is that story arc. And, and who knows? Like, I mean, like, think of all the things that happen to old people. They're always getting fleeced. They're, you know, like, right. like they're, they're targets, you know, because they're, they're very trusting in it and sometimes just not capable of taking care of themselves. Right. Or they just don't know any better. They're not hit the new technology, so they get scammed on the internet and stuff. Right. Like that. And we, we talk about what was uh, nice about this is that it was never like a super successful, like, by the book lawyer that hits mm-hmm. a downfall. Right. But maybe, maybe it is. Maybe he's legitimately, you know, like, like they're going to build him up as Jimmy McGill to fall and then become Saul. Right. Yeah. Like maybe the elder law, you know, like next season or the season after that, the whole elder law and taking care of the elderly thing just leads into some ridiculous situation where he just has to accept that he's gained a certain reputation and that's he is who he is that's that's just how he's gonna end up and that's just his plot in life or or maybe it's just from dealing with mike he's gonna get wrapped up in it right see a lot so many so many so many facets a lot of things going on with this show yeah because i was kind of i even made the comment at one point that i would you know if he end up defending mike or something in court, you know, if, if that's going to go somewhere, but I don't well, know. Really Mike goes to court. I mean, he's definitely the lawyer because, yeah. you know, Mike's already involved them, especially with the whole, what was it? The Wombell does bumping them. <laughs> yeah. I really don't think it's going to go that way. I, I think that uh, the Mike thing is going to be all underneath the law. And then it'll all come crashing down. That's what's going to happen. Okay. So that, that's, that's my prediction for the entire thing overall is like he, he actually builds up a really successful elder law practice while still getting wrapped up in the 
unethical activities like with the Kettlemans and so Ben from Australia, this is a much better answer to your voicemail. Yeah, so Ben, I, I hope you're listening say. to preview with a prior because earlier in the week we we tried to answer we tried to answer uh, your voicemail where you were asking us uh, our opinions and where we think everything would end up. And now that we've had uh, a couple days and we got a chance to like flesh this out, we just talked about it more. We got a little more deeper. Yeah, with, with the shovels prior, out for this one. Yeah, we we try to keep the 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 podcast kind of concise, so you know we're not like one of those podcasts that like to sit there and keep rambling and wasting your time, kind of like what I'm doing now. You know, and that's what preview with a prior. <laughs> uh, preview with the prior as far as for me and dave to speculate even more than we did before so i, yeah. I guess ben from australia like I, I guess that's that's my new answer that's that's where i would like it to go i I really love to see the development of this elder law thing and then just let it crash and burn <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not thinking it's going to go that way i think that uh i think it's the kettleman's i think this season is going to be ending up focus heavily on that Kettleman case. Yeah, I mean, who's to say? They might not That's, even wrap up the whole Mike thing. I mean, yeah. cliffhangers, right? It's only oh, yeah. the first season. I think the Mike thing is going to go on. That's going to be ongoing. Mm-hmm. Pro- probably even the Kettleman's too, but I just feel like the Kettleman's is going to be a big deal yeah. at the end of this season. And uh, that might be a cliffhanger to the season or something. So um, I'm, uh, you're thinking Elder Law. I'm thinking Kettleman's. Well, you know, our, uh, our journey for this uh premiere season is is almost at an end dave i mean this is mm-hmm. what a couple days from now we're it's, now two-thirds of the way through yeah a couple days from now episode seven and so that would leave three three more episodes mm-hmm. so uh just to touch on that real quick um if you're out there listening uh dave and i you know admittedly we're new to the whole podcasting thing right yeah this is our first podcast right <laughs> <laughs> Well, this in conjunction with nothing important, right. you know, like like this is the first foray into podcasting, right? This is this is me uh, a whole new area for Dave and I. So, we we talked about from the beginning when we decided that we were going to do a podcast based on Better Call Saul. We even then started throwing around ideas like, what are we going to do in the off season, right? So, if anybody out there has any ideas or suggestions on something fun we can do during during the time between the end of season one of better call Saul and the beginning of better call Saul season two, season two, please send them to us. We like to hear them. I mean, we're definitely probably after the finale episode, we're probably going to get together one more time and probably do like a season review. Mm -hmm. Um, and then of course throughout the summer or whatever time span is there before the start of season two, I mean, we'll, we'll definitely like if big news comes out or big announcements, Every so often, every other week or so, we'll, we'll get together and we'll throw up a podcast. Right. But throughout that time, we want to make sure that you're still engaged and involved in part of the discussions that, you know, Dave and I just have a hell of a fun time <laughs> right. doing. Well, I've come to the week. realization after reading, you know, I keep up with the comments and, and the reviews and stuff. And it's, and you know, if you look at the positive reviews versus the negative reviews, it's like you guys that are listening to us are listening to us because you like us. Mm-hmm the way we do things you know you're not listening for insider information and we're not you know delving deep into topics so if there's any way we can keep entertaining you guys i mean that's why we're doing it because we just want you guys to laugh along with us right yeah we you know we we've said it before and we'll say it again dave and i's whole view on this is we do this to entertain each other yeah we're like we and well we entertain each other and we're trying to provide a hub for right and then we put it out for the listeners and then hopefully you guys latch on to us yeah. so we sincerely mean it when we say this is just as much your podcast as it is ours so yeah. in the off season please let us know hell 
uh, Ben from Australia, you might have started something. If you guys want to record little snippets of your questions and oh, stuff, yeah, absolutely, and, and send it to uh, host at itsallgoodmen.com, we'll get that email. You know, we'll listen to it, and if we can include yeah. it, we'll we'll definitely include it. That was that was a, a pretty cool thing of Ben to do. You guys that go to our websites and add the comments. That's awesome. I know we got a bunch of YouTube viewers. Like, please mm-hmm. keep commenting on the videos, and uh, we'll we'll keep putting them out. It's it's uh, but like it's come to the point where it's it's it is getting towards the end of the season. And Dave and I, we want to start planning and getting ideas how to best serve yeah. you during the downtime. We want to keep this going because I mean, if you guys are having fun, we're having a great time doing it, and we want to keep going with it. So send us ideas and suggestions. If there's another show you want us to do. I mean. Yeah, screw it. We'll do that too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, long story short, keep keep participating, keep being part of the discussion. It's allgoodman.com. Please check us out on uh, Nothing Important podcast. We got a bunch of like crazy good interviews, and I don't want to say anything in, ca- in case they fall through. But um, the response, even from Nothing Important, I know some of you guys are a big part of that. Like some of the people we've been able to to talk to has just been amazing and once again let me play plug uh the toe jam and earl episode that came out earlier this week where we talked to greg johnson about his kickstarter for the new toe jam and earl game when i was nine years old and playing sega genesis and falling in love with toe jam and earl i would have never thought that we would have had enough people checking out me and dave's like <laughs> wannabe radio show and i got to talk to somebody for an hour that yeah. created one of the one of my all time favorite video games. We got you got to hear him do the sound effects live. That was the coolest part of it. Yeah, too. that was that was amazing, uh, Dave. Um, yeah, if you listen to the episode, you get to you get to hear the man in action. Yeah, and if you're you're not even into the whole Kickstarter thing, like seriously, if you like video games at all, the world needs another Toe Jam and Earl video game. And he was seriously the coolest nicest guy that we that we could have ever imagined absolutely and you guys are the coolest nicest fans we could have ever imagined and uh, we got three more episodes to go and there's nobody we'd rather watch them with than with you folks so so enough of us rambling dave it's almost like we're drunk and sentimental again it's almost like we're drunk and sentimental again (laughs) all right i'm gonna turn this off we'll see you next tuesday yeah see you then (laughs) you better go solve